One, two, three. Welcome to Highest Potential with Dr. Steve Pettit, a podcast that explores how Bob Jones University empowers individuals to reach their highest potential for God's glory. Well, what an incredible conclusion to a great volleyball season on Friday night when our girls' ladies' volleyball team played and uh, they defeated uh, Dallas Christian College. And so today I thought it would just be awesome to have two of our players uh, come and talk to us about the team and uh, their experience in playing for Coach Vicki Denny. So today we have uh, Victoria Glaze. She's a sophomore from Twin Falls, Idaho. She's an engineering major. And uh, Victoria came on the team last year. And this year she was one of our uh, two girls that were first team All-American. And then we have with us Miss Brittany Annan. And Brittany is a senior. She is uh, she's uh, sort of uh, the, the center of the team is the setter. And I love watching her play with her with her ponytails and she, her stomping the floor when they get a good <laughs> score. She's from Fort Myers, Florida, and she is studying interior design, graduating this year. So, girls, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're delighted that you're here. So um, just a, a little background. So we'll start with you, Brittany. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from. And then tell us when you started playing volleyball. Okay. Well, I'm from Fort Myers, Florida, which most people are like, where's that? And it's about three hours um, south of Orlando. It's down towards the bottom of Florida. So it's very hot. But um, I started playing volleyball for a small Christian high school. And we kind of played like bump, 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 <laughs> like back and forth. It wasn't really um, big deal, but we actually played outside on asphalt. So okay. was that, it serious? It wasn't too serious. No. And then we actually played um, a high school team. And someone saw me, one of the coaches saw me and was like, hey, I want to make something out of you, basically. Hmm. And basically pulled me out and then put me into his club team. Okay. And then someone recruited me from that club team and put me into full-blown club volleyball and normal volleyball. So in the volleyball world, is club bigger than high school teams? Oh, yes, for so, sure. So club is the is the pathway to mm -hmm. really getting good. For sure. And That's so definitely. what club did you play for? Um, I played for three different clubs. I kind of rotated around. I played for Florida Conquer, um, Heat Wave, and then Adrenaline. Okay. Which they're just kind of like, they just kind of switch, switch names. And then other ones were, um, another one was just one of my old friends okay. who used to coach a Paralympic, the, who coaches the Paralympic okay. sitting team. So. Super. So Victoria, you're like from the other side of the world. <laughs> you're from where again? I'm from Twin Falls, Idaho. Twin Falls, Idaho, which is in the middle of... Nowhere. Yep. It's got a way <laughs> Pretty out there. Much. <laughs> so tell us about, a little bit about your background. Um, okay. So I started playing volleyball probably when I was about in fifth grade because I have two older sisters and I was always trying to follow in their footsteps. So when they started playing, I really got interested in it and I wanted to do exactly what they were doing. So I started playing for my little Christian um, middle school team when I was in about fifth grade. And then in high school, I played for a club again. And then that's how I got recruited by coach. So it was it was in club club mm -hmm. volleyball. Yes. Okay, great. So tell us how you got connected with Bob Jones University, Brittany. So actually, this is a really really funny story. 
I never was looking at Bob Jones. My, I'm both my parents went here. Mom went for high school, and then my dad was actually born on campus. Bard oh baby. wow! Yeah, okay. so legacy student. My grandparents also went here, but I wasn't looking here because you guys don't do scholarships for sports, right? And I was really hoping after like club volleyball because it's not very inexpensive. It's pretty expensive. I wanted to get a scholarship, basically to in a way to pay off my parents to help mm. them out and then help me out with um, schooling. And um, I really like when I say Bob Jones was not on my list, I never I like we had it in the back of the head in my head, but I never tried anything for it. And then one day I was waiting for two um, letters to come back for scholarship money. And I said, OK, Lord, whichever one's um, more, that's where you want me to go. And both of them came out the exact same. And it was like instantly didn't have any connection to either school. And I was like, all right, that's not where God wants me to go. And I was sitting in my car one day waiting to pick up my sister and I started crying because I was like, Lord, I graduate in a couple of weeks. I have no idea where I'm going to college. And I got a phone call from Bob Jones University <laughs> telling me that my um, application process was, had already been started, even though I had never reached out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you're funny. I was like, that's really funny, God. <laughs> and I kind of laughed and I said, all right, well, um, if if it's not... If you're, I think you're being funny. And I said, all right, well, kind of threw out my sheath and was like, you're going to send me another message or another phone call tomorrow. And if I get that, then I'm I'm going to go. That's where I'm going to go. And actually, Bobby Wood, who's a good friend of my father, texted oh. me nine o'clock at night while I was at dinner after club volleyball. And I was like, really? Oh. I like looked down at my phone and I started crying like tears of like laughter. And my parents were like, what is wrong with our daughter? And I said, I'm going to Bob Jones University. And my parents laughed at me and they're like, no, you're not. I said, no, I am. And I showed them the text message and they just were like, oh my goodness. So, <laughs> so you really felt like God just led oh, you. It, exactly. It was just everything lined up. And then like the next week when I had spring break was the last tryout for volleyball. And it was Here like, at Bob Jones. yes. So, so actually, did Coach Denny not recruit you? Um, no, not really. I had a little bit of activity on my recruiting page with them, okay. but never fully. I literally wow. emailed her and was like, hey, I'm from this place. This is my stuff. Can I come try out, basically? Wow. Victoria, it's hard to ask you. Can you top that? I mean, that's yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> that's awesome. So tell us how you got here. Um, I'm kind of like Brittany. I I was not going to come to Bob Jones. Like It wasn't even on my radar. I honestly kind of was refusing to look at Bob Jones. Um, I was being recruited by a school in Texas, and I went down there to visit, and it was supposedly Christian. And when I got down there, the atmosphere, it just wasn't what I wanted. Like, I wanted a truly Christian university where I could grow spiritually. And so I was down there, and I just, like she was saying, like she just cried because she it wasn't right. I just sat there, and I just cried to my parents. I was like, this isn't right. Like, I can't come here and be okay with not being able to grow spiritually like I should. And so that was in about October of my senior year. And then I just had like no interest really from colleges. And so my oldest sister, she went to Clearwater Christian College and she actually knew Coach Denny when oh. she was there. And so my sister said, why don't you just reach out to Coach Denny and see? And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to Bob Jones. She's like, just email her one time. That's all you have to do. And I said, okay. So I sent Coach an email. And I'm not joking. The next day I got an email back and coach is like, I want you to come down here and visit. And I just like saw that as a sign, like God wanted me to come visit here. So a month later, I came down here for a visit, practiced with the team, and I instantly knew it was right. Wow. Yeah, it's really, it's just really interesting to me uh, because this was an experience, not the same thing I, I had in college, but 
I'll share that with you that, that you love volleyball and you want to be able to play. You can't play college sports if you don't love it. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, you have this inner voice. It's, it's the voice of the Lord that obviously he is more important than volleyball. And God was not asking you to give up volleyball. He was asking you to surrender to his will. And that's like humongous. So for me in college, I, I didn't get saved until I was my freshman year of college. But after I got saved, I broke my ankle playing soccer. And it was like God was saying to me, what's more important, soccer or me? And I surrendered. I said, Lord, you're more important. I never stopped playing soccer. I even ended up coaching. But God wants to have first place. And I think that's what really makes sports at Bob Jones so unique because so many people come here and say, well, I wasn't really planning, <laughs> but, and then God worked it out. So God, we believe God helped, God builds the team mm -hmm, and makes, makes sure. it different. So tell me what it's like to play for coach Denny. <laughs> um, I, I can go, um, playing for coach is hard. I, I'm not going to shy away from that. And she knows that, um, she, it's hard. She's a hard coach, but she's she, tough. She, she's yeah. very tough, but she, <laughs> Definitely. Would you say she's strict, discipline? Oh, all the everything. above. All, all the above. <laughs> above. All the above. But she is. It's she knows how to win, and she's a smart coach, and she is such a loving coach. Mm -hmm. Like same. Th like one thing that really stood out to me is at the end of every season, spring season, which isn't a full season, we get our roster, or like our potential roster of all our recruits, and we literally pray over that roster every mm -hmm. um, week once a week for the most part when we come in and like slowly but surely people will fall off the list and she goes all right whoever is on this list is who want who god wants mm -hmm. here and we just pray over that roster and i remember taking that roster home and i prayed over it through the summer wow and we added and gained girls and it's just it's so cool because like as we prayed over that roster the people who ended up coming we knew the people that were on the team while they were here is what who god wanted us on the team wow that is so amazing because mm -hmm. you just hardly ever hear something like this. For sure. How about you, Victoria? Yeah, I, I'll go with what Brittany said. She is really tough, but I really appreciate that because she is tough because she knows we have so much potential and she just wants us to be the best that we can be. And not only in volleyball, but also like our spiritual walk. Like she is so intentional about everything she does. Like um, this week for nationals, our theme for like our devotional week was walk worthy which is kind of funny because that's what we were doing in chapel also. Right, right. But we were in Colossians and we were taking those verses and she was just teaching us how important it is to be in the word and even like using volleyball, how we can walk worthy in volleyball. And so that's something I love about coaches. She's so intentional with the spiritual side of our life. So too. Brittany, what do you think you're going to, as you, as you've, you know, exit out this year and graduate, um, what do you think you're going to take away from playing volleyball here? Maybe tell us what it's like to play um, intercollegiate sports, uh, number one, and number two at Bob Jones University? Um, it's funny because I work a job at Home Goods back home, and they, they always do like these little co competition kind of things, trying to win different gift cards. And I'm super competitive, and I didn't realize how competitive I was, but I also didn't realize how non-competitive people are outside of like this realm. Right. Like my the managers and my assistant managers are like, man, you just – you work so hard. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is just normal. And they're like, no, it's different. Like there's something different about it. 
And it's just like, I really, and my father goes, you know, you are learning so many lessons through sports mm -hmm. and you will never be the person. If I never played sports, I would not be the person that I am today. Yeah, it's made a difference. Without sports, for sure. And it's just, and the friendships too, like all the girls on the team, I know I will be able to keep in touch with them. Y'all are super close. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Even the ones who graduate, like I still talk to Selena, I still talk yeah. to Aaron, still talk to all those girls right. consistently. Um, and it's such a, it's so sweet to see them like at weddings or stuff like that. And just being able to like rekindle those friendships. Yeah. So you guys, so you build really close friendships. Um, obviously there's a, there's a character development that's taking place that probably wouldn't have happened without yeah, the sure. sports. Um, and those are really big. So so you graduate, Lord willing, yes. <laughs> in May. Yes, sir. So what's your plans after May? So my plans after May is that I'm actually getting married. Wonderful. And, then, um, we'll and the guy's name is? His name's Coleman Roberts. Okay. He's a very sweet, handsome man. <laughs> very good. <laughs> um, but we, we'll get married in May and then... We um, most likely will stay in Fort Myers unless something ends up happening. And so we'll you're probably, gonna go back home? To yeah, we'll probably go back home unless Fair. something drastic happens, and we okay. might go back to North Carolina for a boat company. But he'll be working construction back home. Okay, and you'll be in interior design. Yes, and I will be going into interior design. Which kind of leads me into this, and I, Victoria, I want you to enter into this too. Um, tell me about your educational experience, because obviously you come to college. Uh, I, I've said, actually said this to somebody recently that playing college sports is like in, in the educational world, we have what we call a terminal degree, like a PhD and college sports is sort of like a terminal degree in sports because sure. very rarely are you going to play professional volleyball. Yeah. You don't think that way. So life is after graduation. So your education is very important. Mm -hmm. So tell me about your educational experience here and then the challenges of being an athlete. So we'll start with you, Victoria, on this one, because you got a tough major. What's <laughs> yes. your major? Civil engineering. Wow. Yeah. I always so felt sorry for engineering majors. So. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely really tough um, to do both volleyball and um, civil engineering or, or really any, any major. Um, it definitely takes a lot of sacrifice. You have to be willing to not go out as much with your friends. Maybe um, you don't really have a social life really during season. But so what you're saying is intercollegiate sports is like a job. Yes, very much 100%. so. It's kind of uh, it's kind of all consuming. For sure. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it definitely teaches like me discipline and how to keep my priorities straight because it's so important. Like we have practice three hours a day, but it takes up about four because you have to be there to get ready and stuff right. like that. And so you don't have that time to do homework that everyone else does. So you have to learn, like you get done with practice, you go back to your dorm and you're eating and you're just sitting there and doing homework. So it's like time management yes, on steroids. Sure. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. Freshmen learn very quickly mm -hmm. how to get and fall in line on that. So what, what was your educational experience like here? So my education... Bob Jones honestly has a fantastic degree for interior and architectural design. Mm. I love the aspects of fine arts and like involved with it, like the drawing and the art classes that come along with it. It just teaches a lot of stuff um, that you wouldn't see until you get into the field and you're like, wow, this really helped. Um, Coach always says we are student athletes, student mm -hmm. first, which means we need to take priority in our schooling mm -hmm. before sports in a sense as well. So that means keeping up with all of our teachers, making sure everything is in line, whether we have games or not. So it's just being not only like time manageable, but being um, 
ahead of schedule to be able to talk to your teachers and being um, productive with that. Mm -hmm. So obviously, Coach Denny, I mean, she's she's probably your greatest influence here as far because mm -hmm. she's your coach. Um, but did you, what about your teachers and how engaged were they with you? The teachers here are phenomenal. Like, um, I, I even talked to my fiance about it, um, like just with him at Liberty. He goes, man, your teacher's there. He goes, Liberty's super good at like getting involved with people. And he goes, it's so different from like um, his community college. But he goes, and then stuff that they do for you with your sports teams and stuff at Bob Jones, he goes, that's like a whole nother level in a way. Hmm. He goes, they are just so, they're so, and they want to help you excel. Like I remember taking a math class here um, and she my professor, I cannot remember her name right now and I feel really sorry, but my professor like would work hours outside with me because I'd miss so many classes my freshman year. Mm. And she would work outside and just, we would sit in her office and she would go through stuff with me just to catch me up in ways. And that was just something like, it just means a lot as an athlete because we know that we're missing aspects yeah. of these classes that you're not going to be able to get back unless you're in class. And like just her taking her time out of her day that easily was her lunchtime. Right. And she'd sit there with her lunch and she'd sit there and work through the book with me. And it just, it really helped. Yeah. And very, very encouraging. So let's jump back into volleyball. So tell us about your position because, you know, when you watch volleyball, it, 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 there's like a lot of movement on the court <laughs> and people are moving around. So Victoria, tell us, tell us like what your kind of your position is. Okay. So this year I'm a middle blocker. And so it's the person who stands in the middle right at the net. And so pretty much the middle blocker is exhausted by the end of everything because you are running the net and going everywhere to block. You have to block every single hit. Okay. And then also, I also play back row this year too. And so I play middle back also for defense. And so you're, you're having to get really low to get the digs. <laughs> So, okay. Yes. <laughs> I just know, I just know, I watch, watch y'all go down and go, how did she get that ball <laughs> up in the air? So, and Brittany, tell us about your role. Um, I'm a setter on the team and that basically I like to call a setter position is making everyone else look better no matter what pass you get. And that's just like, in a way, um, that was also part of our worthy walk. It was, I was like making people look better no matter what you get from them. So either setting it behind yeah, or in front. Yeah, setting it behind or be front or, yeah. Fixing the passes. Yeah, fixing the passes. And of course, you know, you only remember what you're doing today. You don't remember hardly three years ago or two years ago. But obviously, the, the, I would think the biggest set of the year was the final one where I'm trying to remember who hit the ball to you first. Victoria well, I thought it was Victoria. Me. Yeah, yes. I did. That she last passed point. Yes. yes, the last, yes. The last point. The yes. last point. The last point. <laughs> the one that is forever on Instagram. Right yes. Now. Oh, goodness. So you you hit it to her. I passed it to her, yes. And then you set it up. To Brooke Beaver. To Brooke. Mm -hmm. Our Brooke, senior hitter. Our senior hitter, and she killed the ball. Yes. Oh, yes. And every year, fun fact, every year she has been the last kill of the three years that she's won nationals. Wow. Yes. So three years in a row. So yes, tell sir. me, how was this year different from <laughs> last year? We definitely, so we have a younger team this year. Right. And we have been forced to grow up, or they have been forced to grow up very quickly, very, very quickly with the COVID season. Okay. With us, have, with us few games as we had, like, well, how many games did we have last year? 36 or so? We had 39. Yeah. 39 this year games was like last year, and we had 16. Yeah, 16 nine. to 20 or something yeah. like that. So it's just like having games like that 
it's harder to figure out what the team needs to get fully together. So this year was like totally different. Totally yes. different. Like I just, it, it's great. I'm so glad we had a season, but it's such a crazy season. It feels like it's not over yet because of just how short and condensed mm -hmm. it was. Yeah. But. And so, you know, in one way, I mean, I mean, even up here in upstate of South Carolina, almost nobody's playing games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how does that feel? I mean, that y'all get to do it. It's incredible listening to like the stories of other people like like we're waiting for next spring to play and they don't even know if they're going to be able to play in spring. So we're super grateful. Like we talk about this almost every practice. Don't take it for granted because it was a high possibility we didn't even play this year. So, so we're very thankful. And and basically all the teams in the NCCAA were there in the tournament. It mm -hmm. wasn't like. Yeah, yeah it's funny because each week we had or each day there's someone new either taken out or put in with all those COVID tests. Like, all the yeah, testing. the last like, few days we were, before. We were so blessed like with how you helped us get in the COVID test. Like that was right. the biggest blessing mm -hmm. of all. And like I know Brooke and I are so extremely thankful for that. But just the fact that we also went all season long without getting a positive test. Yeah. Yeah, God insane. protected yeah, our team. God totally had his hand on our team. Because mm -hmm. we were very nervous that right before nationals, we were like, oh, please, 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 please. And like coach texted the group. She goes, none of the players have it. So we all thought, oh, no, did one of our coaches have it? <laughs> right. But no one ended up having it. And all season long, we are one of the only teams besides Cross Crunchy to have not had any right. sort of issue. Mm -hmm. So uh, watching the games, at Maranatha was pretty tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Dallas Christian they they oh, had some girls that team. they had some girls that could really, really spike the ball. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I was thinking at the end, what's going to happen? And then, <laughs> and then Timber comes in, amazing MVP, yes, for sure. It she was like crazy. Sold that game. She how many? How many was like eight or nine? She in had eight serves, and five of them were aces. Wow, mm -hmm. that was an amazing thing. There's no way we would have came even close to that without her coming in. So you would say this year was different just because of COVID. For sure. And it changed everything. For sure. I'd also say even just because our team was team so was young. young. Yep. Like we, they really had to mature up very quickly and they did that so well. So, mm -hmm. so well. So next year we're losing you and Brooke, yes, which sir. are, I would say is pretty significant yes. losses because they're leaders. And, you know, both of you are like super spark plugs <laughs> and whether it's, it's, you know, Brooke killing the ball and then she's got this same, y'all have the same moves after you get a good score <laughs> and Brooke has one. And then, and then Brittany, you stomp the floor and your ponytails are going everywhere. And so, uh, what do you, what do, what do you think about next year? I mean, mm -hmm. I know, I know y'all two are leaving, but I'm super excited just because of how young our team was this year. We got so much experience, like playing experience. So coming into next year, we already have all that experience behind us. We got through the nerves of the first year and everything. And so I'm excited to see what we can do, put our team together and see how we can go on from here. Because I think this year was a really good rebuilding year and next year will be another rebuilding year, but I'm excited for it for sure. Well, you've got, how many will be juniors next year? You got a, five of us, five of you mm -hmm. and no seniors next no year. No seniors. Wow. So all the juniors, it's not going to be senior leadership. It'll be junior leadership. Yeah. But you know Coach Denny's system, and you know what she expects. So mm -hmm. are you guys going to – are you going to practice in the spring, or are you kind of done? Um, I'm pretty sure we're done. Brooke's got clinicals, and then I got my last semester just trying to finish it out. I'm not sure. 
fully what coach wants or expects out of that. But y'all might show up at a practice. Yeah, maybe we might show up. I mean, we'll definitely be there for the alumni game next semester. Okay. (laughs) You guys be ready for that. (laughs) So that's next semester. That'll be next semester. So all the girls come back. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's so fun. Yes. Yeah. We are going to have a good team this year, next year Mm -hmm. for the alumni game. So you girls better bring the heat. (laughs) Well, girls, thank you so much for your time. I know you're in the middle of exams, and we really uh, appreciate you and Coach Denny and just a super year and very proud of you, and congratulations on a three-peat win. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Highest Potential with Steve Pettit. Don't forget to find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.